Hey, you're listening to The Weekly Bakay, hosted by Toby, Jasmine, and Sophie. Hello, and welcome to another episode of The Weekly Bakay. <laughs> this is Toby. Hey, this is Sophie. And today we're doing our favorite type of recording through FaceTime because the Anchor app is down again. Yo, Anchor is on some bullshit 24-7. It's absolutely outrageous. Honestly. It's so bad. Like, you never know when it's going to work or not. But at the end of the day, I guess we can't bite the hand that is feeding us and allowing us to produce this content for free. True. Yeah. If it's free, it's for me. Exactly. And today, as you can probably hear, Jasmine is not with us because... (laughs) It's her freaking birthday today. Whoop, whoop. Party, 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 party. So shout out to Jasmine, the other third of Wives and the Weekly Vacay. And it's her birthday and we need to celebrate her in the best fashion. Exactly. So biggest of happy birthdays to Jasmine. If you know her, give her all the wishes that you can. But yeah, as you guys all know, the three of us are in two different time zones and have three different crazy schedules collectively, so finding out when to record is crazy. But as you know, since we're busy, we're going to try and keep this one quick, but we're talking about a topic that's near and dear to our hearts. Sophie, do you want to start us off and explain why we're even talking about this? Near and dear to our hearts. I think it is our hearts. (laughs) Honestly. And I think it's also... so. Anyways, our podcast today is going to be Toby and I's top five One Direction songs. Um, and, you know, the way that all three of us bonded was through One Direction. And so since it's like Jasmine's birthday, this is kind of a little homage to her. Because, um, I mean, like, Jasmine was like in my cheer family and then she was like really good friends with you. And that's kind of like how, like, we all three interconnected together. That's true. Um, so... And recently, which is apparently only the U.S., but um, One Direction's movie, One Direction's movie came out on not the um, concert series, but their actual movie came out on um, Netflix in the U.S. recently. And Harry Styles came back with a single called "Lights On," "Lights Up," something like that. And um, people were dying over it, so I think it would. Honestly, it's about time that we talk about One Direction. True. We, like, bring it into a lot of podcasts, but I don't think... I don't know if we've actually had, like, a a podcast just for them. Have we? Um, I think we might have talked about them in the past. We've been doing this for like over boy a year at this point. Yeah. So yeah. things definitely get recycled. But, yeah, we haven't done something dedicated directly to them because I don't think we ever talked about our... 1D origin story that much and we don't really need to (laughs) we don't we don't it's a a slippery slope fam right so why don't you start us off with talking about your top five songs and then I'll talk about mine and we'll try and come to actually we don't need to come to a consensus we'll just talk we have some overlap in true topi fashion we do yeah I know we always have overlap yeah but then I'm Um, yeah okay you just start um so there's like one song that will always be One Direction's best song, and then the rest that's not necessarily in order. One Direction's best song, and there is no if and or buts about it, Loved You First. And describe it. It's why. off their song. 
It's off their sophomore album, and I, I think this, I might be crazy here, but everyone's sophomore album is always their best album. I think, I just think it's a thing. I don't know. Um, loved You First, I don't think it's just a slapper. It's timeless. It, I love the message. <laughs> I, I was first. And I know it's so, stu- it, I know it's so stupid, but like, I loved you first, and it's like, I really loved you first, though. It has vocals, and I, I mean, and then it's, it's not even nostalgic why I love it so much. I loved it the same amount that when I first heard it to like when I hear it now. Mm-hmm. And the very, like the end of it, um, I think it's Zane that's like loved you first and he's like singing his little heart out. Oh my God. It could bring a tear to someone's eye. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Um, but honestly, it's a, it's a classic. Yeah, I would agree. Oh, I guess since we have overlap, the songs that we overlap on, I should also just say why it's my top because Believe it or not, Loved You First is at the top of my list as well. (laughs) And I did my list differently than Sophie's. I did mine in chronological order, um, one being number one. And I guess to not repeat what she said, the reason why I like it a lot is because I'm noticing that my music taste, a lot of the times when it comes to pop music, is heavily influenced by the 80s and 90s. And when we think about why we like Jack Antonoff so much, it's like all the music that he makes is very like inspired super fun yeah by like the 80s and 90s and has a lot of queen references etc etc and loved you first like um the instrumental is something that's like new age like 90s pop like something that you would hear like at the end of a 90s teen drama and i think that's why i like it so much Oh, oh absolutely well and i think honestly if you listen to any of our recommendations it's definitely a 80s pop influence if it's not 80s music yeah honestly okay. we we stand it we stand it we do okay you're number My, two so loved you first is always gonna be top mm-hmm. period so next everything else under like my rest is like top 10 even though i'm only doing top five it's kind of like hit or miss here mm-hmm. like it's not i like one or more than the other mm-hmm. um so my next one Stockholm Syndrome and I like Stockholm Syndrome because it's something different than what I expected from One Direction mm-hmm. um, it's, it's like poppy but what was this is off of 4 which is their 4th album mm-hmm. I, I believe and um, <laughs> mind blowing name <laughs> honestly 4 <laughs> iconic um, I like Stockholm Syndrome um, it's a little bit, it's more groovier and it, and which, at the, which is, you know, we're talking about like eighties and nineties, but like at the end of One Direction, they always kind of like, ugh, the end of One Direction. They had a lot of misses. <laughs> they had a lot of misses, but some of their stuff was more groovy and like seventies inspired. Mm-hmm. So like when you think of like Stockholm Syndrome and like, um, what a feeling very like, I feel like we were in like Club 54, what a feeling to be, you know, but anyways, I like Stockholm Syndrome <laughs> Um, Stockholm Syndrome was iconic, and um, I just I, I I feel like these songs I like them because they're tied to like moments. Like I just remember when like four came out and it was leaked early. We were like in someone's car outside of cheer practice, like trying to bust a tire. <laughs> Probably trying to get it on eight track. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot we used to um, use eight track to get music illegally. Stockholm Syndrome's just. Um, it's just cute. Okay, and then and the rest and of the it's songs. Different. <laughs> I'm not really great at describing songs, honestly. <laughs> I guess describe um, it in a way that someone who hasn't heard it will be like, oh, I need to listen to it. If that helps. It's, 
Um, Stockholm Syndrome is groovy. Anyways, so um, Wolves is from One Direction's last album, and I know, Made in the AM, and I know that that was easily their most floppable album. <laughs> and I know Toby does not like Wolves. <laughs> I'm like obsessed with this. Or Stockholm Syndrome. That's why my ass has been so quiet. I'm like... Um, I I think Wolves is very like folksy, and um, it fits the album mold for sure. Like it fits like Man the Am Man the Am. I feel like they like were trying to be like a little bit. Hmm. I feel like they were. <laughs> I I feel like Man the Am. They like made that song like in this little like cabin in the hillside of Europe or something. Like, That's what they want you to think. That's what they want you to think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the vibe that they give off. Um, but there's definitely like, I'm glad that they didn't go to on tour for that song, for that album. Mm-hmm. It not cute, not cute. Um, but I really like Wolves. It's more folksy. Um, I like the chorus. Mm-hmm. And that's about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like have to listen to. It. Just trust me on this. Um. And, but the thing is, the lyrics don't really make sense. I think they were they were scrambling for shit. <laughs> Let me tell you what Made in the AM is. Well, you already know what it is. But for the people who have not heard this album, it's what happens when a band realizes, okay, this is our last album. Let's finally make music that we want to make. And four yeah. different people wanted four different things. And they put that, instead of into different songs, into every single song. So nothing made sense. <laughs> <laughs> They they were really trying there. They tried. Honestly, and you, did they write Perfect? Because Perfect was the only, like, actual, like, no. One Direction song. It was written by the Hitmakers. Okay, fair. Like, fair. I can't even tell. It wasn't Max Martin, but it was, like, someone on that level and then, like, with mm-hmm. them. And then It's the only in, song that exactly. makes sense. Well, yeah. I have I have one on my list in, that I like, but we'll talk about it later. But, yeah, no, you go. Um, okay, so, and then this is another overlap. Yeah. Um, Back For You, which is also from their sophomore album. <sighs> like, when you want to scream your heart out, when you want to sing it, and you don't care who's listening, mm-hmm. Back For You is that song. And it definitely is, like, I can see where it's 80s, 90s, like, pop influence. Mm-hmm. Which a lot of that album is. Yeah. Um, well. But um, Back For You... And as a fangirl that's obsessed with a band, you want to hear this song and you want to hope that it's written about you. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, you're like, mm-hmm. because, the, you know, the story is like, I'm coming, like, I'm coming back for you. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, sorry that like my music lifeline and my skills are, or my music career and everything is like super busy, mm-hmm. but don't worry. I saw you in the crowd and I'm coming back for you. Yeah. Sorry that like I'm that's talking. what we want to hear. It's because I'm trying to look up who wrote that song because I looked up who wrote Perfect, and I mean this might not mean anything to anyone who doesn't listen to One Direction, but it was Julian Bonetta who wrote. I mean Bonetta who wrote like What Makes You Beautiful and all those other songs with them, but they co-wrote it. So yeah, one of their hit makers um, co-wrote. Co-wrote. They oversaw some shit. <laughs> yeah, but um, <laughs> to piggyback off of what you said for Back for You, yeah, that was. I guess you're number four, but you said no particular order. It was my number two. (laughs) (laughs) FYI. FYI. Because, yeah, as Sophie said, the early albums were the best. But to not repeat anything that you said, I think 
is because since we tend to attach music to a lot of moments, when I think of Back For You, I think of the performance that they did in This Is Us, which was their like documentary film for those of you who aren't huge One Direction fans. And yes. we also, wait, no, you didn't see it live, but I saw Back For You live because I saw One Direction on tour um, for their song for that, album. Yeah. And I think just the way that like that movie was filmed and then like, the way that they spliced everything together, it was super memorable to me. And so whenever I listen to the song, I attach it to... I well, I don't listen. It triggers me, so I can't listen to it anymore. But no, I, I haven't listened to a One Direction song in for years. Years. It like I attach it to certain moments in the in the movie, and it just is yeah. like it brings back fond memories. It brings back like when you got a, a wholesome life. Yeah. <laughs> when things were right in the world, <laughs> like before everything went mad. <laughs> Barack Obama was still president when that movie came out. That, no, honestly, every single song off of This Is Us, which is, like, kind of the inspiration why we're doing this podcast. Yeah. Is, um, it, it brings back some waves of... I can't watch the movie, and I don't think I'll ever be ready to watch yeah. the movie, so... And fun fact, for Back For You, so, um, Savan Kotecha, he... And then, he used to kind of write for Justin Bieber as well, so... Similar... Not not similar sound whatsoever, but then that way to kind of like when you are a male pop artist, you like there's a certain way that you need to speak to your fans, <laughs> and I feel yes. like this man knows how to write music for that type of demographic. The demographic, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, I love that. So an icon. You have one more song, and what is it? Um, everything about you, oh. which is off of their <laughs> off their uh, first album. Which is super, like, a saturated, you know, sound. Like, it's very, it's pop. But, like, it is, like, not produced very well either. Like, it's, it's, it's not, no, it sounds like it was made off of a razor, Motorola razor. It's really not well produced. I don't know why I like it so much. I don't know why I like it so much. It sounds I like it'd be in a club. Whenever, it's like, I put it on whenever I want to, like, be in a really good mood. Mm-hmm. And it's... Like, it's true shitty pop, but you love it because you love One Direction and you're going to make excuses for them. Exactly. Um, and the chorus is really fun. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's only like four words and it repeats itself. <laughs> I feel like every single time I listen to it, I'm like in um, a bad version of the future. And there's like flying cars and we're like in Tokyo and everything's like pink and green. <laughs> And I'm like a superhero. I don't know. <laughs> so it's like all these different elements that don't make sense. <laughs> exactly. But then in the moment, we're like, oh my gosh, One Direction's so good. And then you listen to some of the music now and you're like, this shit was kind of whack. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, um, tell me a lie. They should never have let that leave this. <laughs> and I liked that one, but it was trash. I liked it, but it was trash. It was trash. <laughs> you it guys should trash. listen to Tell Me a Lie. But actually, if we're on a trash scale, everything about you is worse than Tell Me a Lie. Oh, easily. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. But everything, everything about you is, is, acute, is cuter than Tell Me a Lie. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Tell Me a Lie is All dark. All I can think of is, like, the movie or the concert yeah. movie of Tell Me a Lie. <laughs> and, like, Harry Styles, like, using a fork or something. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> Basically, the lyrics, for those of you who don't know... Or have not heard this song. It's like, tell me I'm a screwed up mess. <laughs> that yeah. I never listened. Dark things like that. Where you're just like, for what? Yeah, and it's like, just like, tell me a lie. Yeah, but like on an EDM instrumental. 
Like, <laughs> it was like the darkest song. But the beginning of it isn't even close to EDM. No. I don't know. It's like, a, it's like Beethoven. Yeah. Yo, honestly, tell me a lie. <laughs> okay, well, those were Sophie's top five songs. And then to get into mine. Oh, Lord. We were, we were, right. Oh, sorry. There was a brief glitch. If you hear that in the recording, um, just FaceTime things. <laughs> <laughs> so we've already yeah. spoken about loved you first and back for you those are my top two and since mine was in chronological order my number three which i feel like this is a shock to you sophie but infinity yeah i don't even know why it's even on this <laughs> okay the thing is i am a sucker for it like anthemic sound and i like songs that have those like anthemic like elements and Infinity was on their very last album, so Made in the AM. So the album that we said was the most trash album. <laughs> from By default. Yeah, but this song wasn't a single, but then they put so... You can tell from the way it sounds. The production is so rich to the point where you're like, how is this song not a single? Like, how much money did you put behind this song? Um, yeah, and it has... I don't think Ed Sheeran wrote it, but it has that type of, like, kind of... No, actually, this is the opposite of Ed Sheeran. Basically, it's a love song, but from a really, like, abstract, like, point of view. But then with an anthemic, like, instrumental, like, super dramatic, like, Harry Styles coming in the chorus, like, screaming, like, how many nights? Like, do you wish to count the stars? And, like, all this super dramatic stuff where, like, the first time I heard it, it took my breath away. I was like, whoa, I was not expecting this ginormous like outburst um and you could do a production with it like yeah. i remember watching they played it on a bbc um bbc one radio uh performance oh yeah and they had like instruments <laughs> they had like a mini symphony yeah you can that song is massive and i was like there's levels to this shit yeah i think it's yeah what... no infinity is a good one yeah I, I can't believe i made it i made your top five but it, it makes it, like, literally almost exclusively for the production and for that symphonic, like, aspect. I think that song was, like, something that was, like, bigger than them. Like, it could have gone to someone. I mean, they were a um, ma- I know, the they could have given it to group. anybody else in the world. Yeah. They gave it to One Direction. Like, I think Adele could have sang that, and it would have sounded different, but it would have had that, like, like, woo, like, oh, my gosh. Like, take your it's breath away. It's a moment. Quality. Yeah. It's a moment. Exactly. For so sure. listen to it if you want to hear something that doesn't sound like One Direction. And then my fourth song was from the first album, and it's from, like, the little, like, five... Okay, their first album that had What Makes You Beautiful on it. What was it called? Was it just self-titled One Direction? No. Up All Night. Their first album was called Up All Night. Oh, yeah, but Up All Night has a whole bunch of songs on it, though. Yeah, that was their first album. Oh, I thought you were saying, like, they are like they had, like, an EP before their album. No, but I, okay. I don't know if they did, but their first album... I doubt it. ...full length, no, was Up All Night, and they uh, had... Um, yeah, which is another good one that didn't make our list. My mom loved that's that That's an song. honorable mention, but we won't get to that today. But on the note of Save You Tonight, like, it is one of, like, the six, like, kind of crappy EDM songs on that album, but this one has <laughs> that, like, um, 90s, like, pop like um intro and then it's just a cute song like i want to save you tonight like but then i heard they used to play this like they would play remixes of this like at clubs like in the uk because it has that like chorus that kind of like 
pops off a little bit. You can remix it really well. I mean, yeah. It's one of those where, like, if you're going to listen to everything about you, you might as well listen to Sadie we'll Tonight listen. as well. And I think they're probably the same songs and they just tweaked more thing. <laughs> it's a good song. And then when they randomly had their, like, YouTube cartoon show, wasn't this song, like, the... Um, um, I forgot about that. Yeah, because they're superheroes and Save You Tonight, it kind of goes with it. Oh, yeah, no. Oh, I, I think it is. Yeah. So as you can oh. see, our reasonings behind our top five are, like, a lot mainly personal preference. Like, rankings, I feel like this is not an objective list whatsoever, even though there's no such thing as, like, an objective list for, like, a music ranking. Um, but if there were to be anything that's like the most objective, it's my number five, because I don't even think I picked this for me. I think I picked this for music for in general. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's story of my life is because it's one of those songs where like everyone around the world, even if they didn't know One Direction, knew this song. Oh yeah, it's still played in like Walmart. Right, like, they will not let this thing go. You'll be walking in Walmart and you hear, it, and I'll be gone, gone tonight. No, it's easily one of their biggest songs. Yeah, it is. It's it's bigger than what makes you beautiful, isn't it? It's oh, definitely. Massive. And it was accompanied with a good music video too. Yeah, and it was like yeah. kind of emotional, and then it's just. My stepdad loves this song, right. and that just says something because he listens to Metallica. But he's like, story of my life, man. That pops. Yeah, I know. Story of my life pops off. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we don't even need to describe it because you've all heard story of my life. But yeah, yeah. I think that one definitely was an Ed Sheeran co-write, wasn't it? It has to be. It <laughs> yeah. has to be. It's like the perfect thing that One Direction needed for <laughs> their sound. Yeah. Because they're used to being like poppy and then you you need like a like a little bit more of like a slower poppy song. Yeah, yeah. That blew them up. That was their... Um, blew them up, it was. It was their... Tell me why in the mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, that was mm -hmm. For sure. That was good. It's what sure. history should have been. Yeah. <laughs> the history lesson I'm signing up for. <laughs> Honestly. Do we even have should we even get into what we think is our best video? Favorite video? I mean, I think we can just roll through it. Okay. Roll through it. Quick one So I think I think their best um video is Live While We're Young. And I only like it because I think it's super fun and it showed off their personality and with recent issues of One Direction coming out and saying that they were just four guys that were put into a band or five guys that were put into a band. I was like, don't, don't do this to me right now. So I would like, I like to remember One Direction and their fake love for each other. Yeah. Um, but Live While We're Young is just, they're really messing around and it mm -hmm. looked like a party that I wanted to be involved mm -hmm. in. Um, and basically live while we're young and if you haven't seen it go out and check it but um, it's a really fun like obviously pop song and like re like fun fun and it's basically just, just saying like it, we gotta live it up while we can while we're at this age and they're mm -hmm. in this field and they're just doing a whole bunch of shit and they're jumping on trampolines and I mean this it's like British <laughs> One Direction before I feel like they got Americanized yeah. <laughs> and um, you know they're wearing a little plaid and Harry still has long hair like like the cute iconic Harry. Yeah. Um, it's honest. It's just a fun vibe, and it's like visually appealing too. Oh yeah. Because it goes from like day to night, and you see all their personalities, and you see them smiling, and they're not trying too hard. I feel like they're just like director was like go. Yeah. That's no. what I felt. It was super fun. Fun. I mean, it really was. 
it came out like homecoming of my sophomore year, so your freshman year. And I remember like, yeah. Kira running through the hallways and being like, oh my god, the video is out, the video is out. Like, was and would so stop. There's probably a lot going on in this school. <laughs> Honestly. Oh, well. And then, honestly, I super agree with your video pick. Now that I think about it, mine was more... I feel like this is such a corporate answer. But, I mean, best song ever was just an iconic music video. It was just... And it's good, too. <laughs> yeah. Like, they had a whole ass dance routine because everyone used to shit on them for not dancing. So it was like, it was like a whole... It was like a parody of themselves. And I think oh, yeah. everyone enjoys it when you can laugh at yourself. And I feel like at that point, they had reached the peak of their career. And they're like, okay, now we can take the piss out of ourselves. And that was what that video was. And everyone loved Absolutely. it. Because it was a complete joke. It was completely BS. It was a great song. Like, best song ever pops off. <laughs> yeah. Didn't make it any of this though, because another song that makes no sense. <laughs> another song that makes no sense. But also is like very heavily sampled and people argue that it was like not yeah like, they stole not it. like that sound yeah yeah um but it was best song ever is really fun yeah and it was so iconic like i bought the music video <laughs> you and I could, purchased like, it i purchased it are you kidding how you don't know how much money i spent on one direction hundreds thousands <laughs> Honestly. but it's like you watched it so much like i could literally recite everything that they said Honestly, if I watched it, I could probably speak along with them. Probably my parents, too, because I would always put it on in the living room. They're like, here we go again. <laughs> oh, yeah. Your parents were real quick. They, they were like, I'm about to jump. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can't do it anymore. Like, I'd be like, they'd be like, oh, you can watch TV in the living room. I'm like, okay. They already know what I'm about to put on YouTube. Right. You already know what it is. Sis. Don't play this game. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, there you guys have it. Those were our top... I guess altogether 10 favorite One Direction songs. These are by no means an objective list. I mean, so, these, are, these are the right answers. Yeah, they're the right <laughs> answers, but it's not objective. <laughs> and our favorite videos. And I guess since we're already on the topic of music, why don't we top everything off by talking about our favorite songs of the week. But I guess in our case, it's been three weeks. Jesus. Okay. Sorry, Sophie almost sneezed and it was the wildest thing I've ever seen in the first time. I like wind up with my sneezes. Yeah, anyway. Like, She's like, like Millie. Well, that right. actually goes perfect with my favorite song lately, which is Kung Fu Fighting by Carl yes. Douglas. One of the just right. most iconic like overplayed songs but i honestly have been what happened was three weeks ago i woke up and the intro came to my head like the whoa and i was like oh my god i have to listen to this song <laughs> yes. they didn't have to, he did not have to go that hard no he, did. he went off the <sighs> intro for kung fu fighting i kid you not now every morning it kind of gives you chills a little weeks, bit yes every morning <laughs> for the past three weeks i have been listening to this song on my way to work is the first song I listen to every day. But that's all I have to say. That's how I feel. <laughs> uh, maybe, okay, I'll go with, um, uh, I've been listening to this song a lot. I have to find the artist. Oh, are you are you done talking about it? Yeah, I'm here? done. Okay, okay, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, I'm done. But I, I had another song on here because I really like it, and I think Toby would really like it too. Mm-hmm. But if we're going to go, like, back in the day, mm-hmm. I've been listening to this 80s classic oh sheila and it's like oh 